Welcome to the Heal Your Life Talk radio show. I am Victoria Johnson from victoriajohnson.org, your host and Heal Your Life workshop teacher trainer and Heal Your Life coach trainer in Canada. I am the author of the best-selling book, Do That and Then Some, Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough, based on the teachings of Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many more great teachers, authors, and thought leaders. Tune in for tips on how to heal your life now with power statements, affirmations, visualizations, reflection time, and real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity. Learn to transform your thoughts and words. Learn to love yourself even more based on the techniques of Louise Hay and You Can Heal Your Life. We will be ending today's Heal Your Life Talk radio show with specific power statements, affirmations, and treatments to help you heal your life based on what we have talked about on the show. So stay tuned to change your thoughts and heal your life even more. As Louise Hay often said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Heal Your Life Talk Radio. I am super excited today because the guest I have, her name is Toby Lynn Shaw, and she was the very first Heal Your Life teacher in Canada. So how exciting is that? She traveled down to the U.S. to take her training uh, way back in the 90s. We're so blessed to have this training in Canada now. To find more about the training, just go to my website, thetraining.ca. But it's so super exciting to have Toby Lynn with us. She was the true pioneer bringing this work to Canada. She is also a metaphysical counselor, an intuitive healing facilitator, a belief repatterning practitioner, and an all-around amazing person. So welcome, Toby Lynn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's so nice of you, Victoria. (laughs) That sounds really good hearing it from you. (laughs) Well, it's all true, and it is my pleasure to introduce you. I also want to let the listeners know that they can tune, or they can check out your website, and it is intuitivesolutions.com. So I'm going to spell solutions because it's not the typical spelling, so intuitive, S-O-U-L-U-T-I-O-N-S dot com. And the email for Toby Lynn and the phone number for Toby Lynn is right there on that website, intuitivesolutions.com. So today we are going to talk about the way that you use the Heal Your Life work in your life uh, with your clients, uh, how you were first introduced to Louise Hay's work, and what kind of impact it had on you. Now, as I understand, when you were first introduced, you were a young mom with six kids. Is that correct? I had six children, yes. Wow. So tell me about that. So how did that all come to be that you, you, you know, you've got this really busy life and, and your mom to six kids. I was mom to two kids and, and we held it together. Um, and then you come across this book. Where did it go from there? What was the process or am I getting it right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of things going on in my life. My children were struggling with different things. I had been divorced and I, my life I knew by looking at my children and looking at the circumstances we were going through that there was patterns repeating themselves and that I was the common denominator. And I, I went, okay, you know what? This is not working for me. I had gone, come when I, as I grew up, I went through a lot of um, abuse. I went through uh, violence, um, things like that. So there was a lot of pain and, and turmoil in my life prior to me having children. And as I 
was looking at how I got myself to where I was with six children, um, divorced and struggling. And one of the things that I was, I remember researching how to heal my life because I'm a mom. I was a single mom to all these little ones. And I came across uh, Louise Hay and I um, started looking at her book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I went, you know what? My life needed to be healed. I, I needed help. I, I was raising these ch- six children. Things were they, were, they were having struggles, self-esteem issues. I had huge self-esteem issues. And my children were reflecting the things that I was, how I was parenting, the things that I was saying to myself. I was, I didn't like who I was. I was in physical pain. I had migraine headaches constantly, um, sore throat, sick to my stomach. And I just went, you know what? And as I read her book, You Can Heal Your Life, in the back, she has the thought patterns and the physical conditions that go, that, that it mirrors. And I went, huh. And as I started to do that, I started to see how my language was affecting my family. I started seeing how my language was affecting my own health, my own mentality, my everything in my life. It was, it was something that really opened my eyes. And she has a little book called Heal Your Body. And I started looking in it and in it, like, well, I'll just pick it up right here. I keep it with me everywhere. I give it to clients. I give it to family. Yeah, it's something I hand out a lot. And headaches, invalidating the self, self-criticism, fear. Well, that was a lot of what I was going through. And in there, it also has affirmations, which I'm a big fan of affirmations. I just love it. And one of the affirmations for headaches is, I love and approve of myself. I see myself and what I do with the eyes of love. I am safe. That, and you know, as I started doing that, I started recognizing things in my children, their, their, what they were saying to, about themselves or each other, what I was saying to them or what I was saying to myself. And it was a way to really help me dig into some personal development and start nurturing myself. I didn't recognize it at the time that I was nurturing myself the way I was. However, since then, oh, our family has changed so much. And I, had, at one point in my healing journey, I, you know, was got into addictions. And again, in this book, it has amazing things of a reflection of how your behaviors, your symptoms, your physical health is a lot of reflection of what your mentality is going through. And um, I, yeah, I had gotten Addison's and the doctors told me you have one month to get home and put your things in order because you're going to die. And when I went to the book and I'm like, okay, Louise has helped me for how is she going to help me this time? And one of the things that the probable cause was running from the self, fear, not knowing how to love the self. And I went, here it is again. And the new thought pattern for that one is, I now discover how wonderful I am. I choose to love and enjoy myself. I'm just going to interrupt you for a second because I've noticed, um, and I'm sure you did as well, this connection here between the headaches and the Addison and the connection in the positive affirmations. And the connection is, you know, about loving the self and accepting the self. And I have to think that, you know, when you're going through these hard times and you're recovering from, you know, this abuse and violence that took place in your childhood, and then you're seeing it uh, mirrored through some low, low self-esteem behaviors and so on through your children. And then when you read those probable causes and the solutions with the affirmation, mm-hmm. was there a part of you inside that was like, yeah, Right. Like there's no way that I love and appreciate myself right now. There's no way I approve of myself right now. <laughs> I remember one time 
I was, when I read it, I was so angry. And not just one time, there was a couple of times when I was reading the, because it triggers emotions. It triggers some things that I had to deal with. And I remember reading her book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I was sitting on my bed and I was, as it talked about loving myself, I remember taking and throwing that book across the room. I mean, really? Are you freaking kidding me? That's, that's really all I have to do is love me. Like all these problems that I have. And you're telling me the solution is to love myself. Oh, I was, I was mad for a little bit. And then, you know, I would deal with more headaches or, or strep throat. Another thing, um, strep throat, when you, when you go to throat, I hope you don't mind me going to my... No, I'm loving it. I sure love my book. <laughs> As I go to um, throat, let's see, where are we? Throat. Avenue of expression, channel of creativity, the inability to speak up for oneself, swallowed anger, stuffled creativity, and refusal to change. <laughs> and I remember reading that going, oh man, that's exactly what I'm dealing with. Like, how does she know what physical symptoms, how does she know this? And the positive affirmation is, it's okay to make noise. I express myself freely and joyously. I speak up for myself with ease. I express my creativity. I'm willing to change. And I had to look at myself and really ask, was I really willing to change? Mm-hmm. Change can be difficult sometimes, you know? And yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, absolutely. I just, last night I taught a class on willingness to change and I used the book. I'm just going to mention this because it's very relevant to what you just said. And I used the book, You Can Heal Your Life on the page that I'm looking at. It's a, one of the traditional versions. Uh, it's page 28 and it talks about First of all, recognizing those negative messages, you know, before we can make those changes, right? And for people like me and you who've been through the school of hard knocks uh, a couple of times, until we go back and change those negative messages, the real change in ourself isn't going to happen. And I think mm-hmm. we have a lot in common, you and I, Toby Lim, because I hear you talk and I, and, uh, you know, the anger and the frustration of throwing the book and, and, you know, all of those people who say, well, you can't really love somebody else until you love yourself. Mm-hmm. I want, I just looked at them like they had two heads, like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can here, right? Mm-hmm. And, but inside that little voice is, well, why would I love me? I know mm-hmm. who I really am. I know I'm not worthy. I know I'm not enough. I know I'm not as smart as the other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that chatter is going on. And so how did you, if, if you can go in your book, Heal Your Body, if you can go back to the migraine one and read mm-hmm. the affirmation for that again. I want to know how you got there and shut down that self-talk between your ears. It's just such a miracle to me when people can change their lives by changing their thinking. I, I know I have it. Migraine headaches, here we are. I relax into the flow of life and let life provide all that I need easily and comfortably. Life is for me. And you know, how did I stop it? One of the things that I I, I had to start recognizing it. In Louise's book, she talks about how to connect with those thoughts that are going on. And she does a lot of introspection into ourselves, like connection and, and really kind of looking at our belief systems. And I, I had to, and, and not only that, when I spoke to my children, I could hear things like, oh, man, that's what I heard in my childhood. And I didn't like that. And I had to really take some time to get calm and to realize what was triggering those feelings within me. I'm going, okay, just a minute. That didn't feel good. What was I just thinking? I had to ask myself a lot, what, were, what, what am I thinking? 
where is this thought coming from? And it was, I had to slow things down and pay attention you know, to what was going on within my mind. Yes. And that is a big piece right there. They're paying attention to what's going on in your mind. I'm I'm going to get a little preachy here (laughs) and uh, go back to that page 28 in the book. Because honestly, I just feel like, like you and I are both taking this moment to do some teaching because this is not what we planned on talking about, but it's coming out. And I think it's important for the listeners to hear it. Um, You know, the whole willingness to change piece and how to do it. Um, One of the things is recognizing those negative messages. So on page 28 of You Can Hear Your Life, it says, take a new sheet of paper, dig a little deeper. What other messages did you hear as a child? And keep in mind here, listeners, we're not trying to make anybody wrong or bad or anything like that. We're just looking at these negative messages, whether they were said or implied, or maybe it's just a general feeling that you got. Maybe it's something that came from relatives, from teachers, from friends, authority figures, from your church. Just write them all down and take your time. And as you write these negative messages down, be aware of what you're feeling in your body and you know, just the the energy around it all. And when we do this in a group setting, you know, I can really feel the energy of the room dropping. So when we do this in a group setting, I can really feel the energy of the group dropping. And so it's important to counteract that with the positive affirmation that goes with it. So um, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, Toby, then, but are you able to give some examples of that, of a negative message and how you have flipped that over into something that's positive in your life? Sure. I remember one of the ones that was really strong in my life was that I believed I was unlovable. I believed that because of the abuse that I had gone through, that I was dirty. I was somehow flawed. And looking at that belief that I was unlovable, I really had to, it, it was very uncomfortable. And I had to say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to love myself. I, had, I went and did what Louise was doing and putting some positive words on there. And even if I couldn't be willing to love myself and see how, my, how I was lovable, willing to accept that I could be, just even as it was a tiny little bit, or even open to the idea that maybe I'm lovable. And as I even opened that box just a tiny little bit, light started to shine in and, and truth started to show, even in tiny fragments at first, because my belief was very opposite that I was lovable. And as I started to work with them a little bit of a time and not just take and go, okay, I'm lovable just because I'm going to flip it around like that, that didn't work. But then I went, yeah, right, whatever. However, when I was able to look at it and go, hmm, you know what? I give myself permission to see that I'm lovable when I'm kind, when I treat others with respect. And I started kind of having to really twist it apart and look at it from a soul perspective instead of a mental perspective. Does that make sense? And so as I, as I continued to do that, I mean, there was a lot of core beliefs that I had that I was fundamentally flawed. And I had to take the time to really look at my beliefs, my words, which connected me to feelings. Well, at that time, I only knew anger, fear, frustration, um, guilt, remorse. Like I, I knew the negative ones. And I had to start going, okay, just a minute. Where, what, am, what are all the other words for these? And as I learned what the different emotions were, oh my goodness, that helped me so much because I only knew fear, anger, sadness. I only knew the small little ones that kept my vocabulary very 
small. Well, and you know, it's so true because, you know, we, we make jokes about there only being, you know, a few emotions like hungry or tired or mad or, mm-hmm. or happy, right? Those kind of things. But there's so many emotions that we haven't even tapped into and feelings that we haven't tapped into or that we don't know how to identify. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, there's a resource that I use on Byron Katie's website. So yes. it's G-Y-R-O-N-K-A-T-I-E dot com, ByronKatie.com. And she has um, a list of emotions and list of feelings. And so I, there's a list of positive ones and of negative ones. They're free. You can go there, download it, print it out, um, go through and, and really you know, circle the feelings that apply to you because increasing that feeling and emotion vocabulary allows you to understand yourself more and to be able to express yourself more in a way that other people will really understand what it is you're feeling. And it will lessen the frustration in your life, make you a better communicator. Um, I believe it's also on Brene Brown's website. So B-R-E-N-E, brown.com. Both a couple of really great resources for a million different things. I agree. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, it was beautiful when you talked about that that little light shining through that box when you begin Mm -hmm. willing to, you know, love those little pieces about yourself. And... It is a challenge for us when we've when we've struggled and you know we've struggled in our teens and we've struggled in our twenties and thirties raising our children, not only as parents, but also as ourselves, as people who are just doing the best we can. Uh, so it's so great to hear that you know you've triumphed through this. And I understand that now your passion is helping parents create life experiences uh, that are positive for the family. Absolutely. I, I love, I'm passionate because I wish that someone was there for me. Um, I'm grateful that, that Louise Hay was there in the form of book. And then when I was able to take her training and, and things like that, for me, I think that parents who've gone through trauma, they need help. Like all of us. I don't know. I don't know what parent doesn't need help. Honestly, we mm-hmm. all go through traumas in many different ways. No trauma is one bigger than the other. We're all doing the best we can. We have the limitations that we have. And one of the things that I've noticed with families is that children need to know how to express and put a name to their feelings. Mm-hmm. I think that when we talk with our children and ask them how they're feeling and they say fine or good, it will lead into teenagers that don't know how to express their what feeling they're going through. And it leads to a lot of frustration in families. Whereas families that can be connected, that learn to be connected to their feelings and they talk about those feelings, well, they're learning to be powerfully vulnerable. That's a coin that I've turned when, when I was going through my stuff, powerfully vulnerable, that I'm strong enough to be open enough to be vulnerable and know how to take care of myself. And when parents are powerfully vulnerable, they can talk about their, their feelings. You know, feelings are a difficult uh, expression at times. And I had a gal the other day that um, we were talking about some things and all of a sudden she started to shut down and I said, how are you doing? And she said, you know, I, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like uh, uncomfortable in my body. And as we talked, it came out that it was embarrassment that she said she felt a little embarrassed because she didn't know how to talk about her feelings. And that's how many of us don't know how to talk about our feelings. So we avoid it all. Oh my goodness. Yet, so true. Or we think we're the only one who has those feelings. Absolutely. And that's where for me, families, when they start young, they learn to talk about them. 
then that then that uncomfortable feeling that avoidance of them doesn't happen later on in life then they're learning to be powerfully vulnerable enough to take and talk about their feelings knowing that they can take care of their feelings at the same time you know and communication is a huge way of taking care of feelings talking about them you know the fear the scares those kind of things yes and really knowing where they are in your body there is an exercise that we do with Heal Your Life workshops that Toby and Lynn and I will demonstrate for the listeners right now, if that's okay with you, Toby, Lynn. And that is where we just do a little bit of releasing just through breath. So for example, if you are feeling fear, you know, you may want to write down what you're feeling fear about and then just releasing the fear from your body through breath. So um, an example would be if if the listeners could think of a fear thought right now, or Toby Lynn, if you could could be the listener for me and just think mm-hmm. of a, a fear thought right now. I feel fear that. That I might not sound good enough on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And so where are you feeling that fear in your body? In my head. Okay, so I would mm-hmm. just ask that when you think that thought, um, if you can, you know, reach your head, feel where you're feeling the fear in your body. Mm-hmm. And just take a nice deep breath in and then a nice long exhale. So, and what you're doing there is you are just releasing the fear from your body. Um, You may still have the fear thought, but you want to release the fear from your body. So let's do it again. Breathing in, releasing the fear thought from your body. I can feel the tension relieving. Can you? Wonderful. Okay, let's do it again. Let's do a nice deep inhale to the count of four, and then we'll exhale for five. So inhaling, one, two, three, four. Exhaling, one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. How are you feeling now? There's no sensation in my head. I, I know there's a thought there. But there however, the sensation in my body the, that was there is no longer there. And Louise always taught, it's just a thought and a thought can be changed. Absolutely. So, Yes, so we can now change that thought that I know that I'm doing a great job on this podcast and I'm going to sound wonderful. People are going to enjoy what I have to say and, and you know, feed your mind with that thought mm, now, that that. Rec- now that you've recognized and released the fear thought. It's interesting because whenever I do these affirmations, I always seem to have a smile afterwards. <laughs> it's true. It's like, true. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's very very hard to be grateful and positive and thankful and frowning (laughs) yes and it takes work it takes work you know you you did you took me through that that um breathing exercise and connected me because i did i put my hand right where on my head where i felt it and then as i breathed i could feel this tension just kind of like okay she acknowledged me like it's almost like the thought was like Oh, okay. She acknowledged me. I can relax now. Mm-hmm. And which was very interesting. And then as you spoke the words of, you know, I said my, what my fear was, and then you spoke the other words. It's like, Oh yeah. What am I thinking? I'm, I'm doing awesome. I'm talking, I'm being me. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a big fan of people being themselves. And, you know, yes. I think that you're so relatable, Toby Lynn. And Anyone who hears this story, just of just for example, this simple fear or of um, raising your children or those feelings that you were mentioning, you know, that you didn't like who you were or Mm. thought that you were unlovable. I believe that our listeners can relate to that. If it's not now, it's been at some point during their life. And you are such an amazing example of somebody who has overcome that and is now going on and helping others with all of it that you do as a heal your life coach, as a heal your life teacher, um, again, metaphysical counselor, belief repatterning practitioner, and intuitive life facilitator. I'm going to give everyone your uh, website again, Toby Lynn, and then I'm just going to close with a reading from the book, You Can Heal Your Life. Uh, Thank you, Toby Lynn, for being on the call. You can read her. Thank you. Oh, it was my pleasure, my absolute pleasure. My pleasure, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It was fun. Thank you. Great. See, it was fun. That was, it was fun. <laughs> You've changed the thought. Beautiful. I did. And it's hard to be uh, fearful when you're having fun. Yes. And one more time to give the listeners your website, intuitive solutions.com, S-O-U-L-U-T-I-O-N-S.com. And the email for Toby then and the phone number is there as well. And I'm just going to close by reading uh, some success affirmations that Louise has listed in her book. And uh, I think that we can apply them to really any area of our life where we are wanting to improve. So just, just imagine these affirmations to be true for you. And if you are not driving and if it is safe to do so, please just take a moment and close your eyes. And again, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Success affirmations. Believe them to be true. Divine intelligence gives me all the ideas I can use. Everything I touch is a success. There is plenty for everyone, including me. There are plenty of customers for my services. I establish a new awareness of success. I move into the winning circle. I am a magnet for divine prosperity. I am blessed beyond my fondest dreams. Riches of every sort are drawn to me. Golden opportunities are everywhere for me. All is well in my world. And so it is. Thanks again, Toby Lynn, and we'll catch you all on the next podcast. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We hope that you learn tips to help you heal your life even more. For more information on Heal Your Life Workshop teacher and coach training, please visit thetraining.ca. For more information on me, your host, Victoria Johnson, please visit victoriajohnson.org. And please order my book on Amazon. Do that and then some. Transform feelings of less than to more than enough. Thanks for joining us.